Welcome to Revolution Solution, providing you with solutions for your revolution to be a free person in an unfree world. Join us in our pursuit of sovereignty through permaculture, technology, and community. Welcome back to Revolution Solution. This is Jared the Permi Guy. Uh, this week I've got another episode with my good buddy since college. His name is Will. He's been on the show before. Uh, previously he was talking about uh, medical preparedness for the typical person. Uh, what to keep in the house, what to keep in the car, uh, different specialty things, stuff like that. Uh, it's a really good show. I will have it linked in the comments below if you haven't listened to it. Uh, this time he's talking about something entirely different. Uh, so Will has been, for several months, maybe the last year, working with his stepdad, Jose, um, trying to get his home renovation, remodeling, handyman business kind of squared away, um, getting it optimized, you know, just like the title of the show, um, in every aspect. It's, it's really impressive what he's built. Um, he's since, sounds like, found some different tools that do a lot of what he built from scratch himself um, and do it you know perhaps better in some ways and not as good in other ways uh, but you'll see as he discusses throughout the episode building it himself the way that he did was still beneficial because it it's like you don't really know what you need until you've made it yourself um, so I think it's a really interesting episode uh, this one is definitely better in video form because we're basically looking through all the different aspects of his spreadsheet, all the different tabs and uh, other like OneNote things he has set up, different, just different uh, digital means of tracking all aspects of this business. So I highly recommend the video version. I'll have the YouTube video from the live stream linked in the comments as well. I think that's about it for an intro. Um, as always, all my links can be found at lsd.adbd.tips. That's everything for Revolution Solution and Limited Supply Designs, including uh, all my socials and all of the designs that I've made currently available uh, through Limited Supply Designs. So check it out if you are so willing. Uh, boost us on Fountain Podcast if you get any value from this episode, and I will see you again next week. Bye actually be streaming on youtube and twitch so oh. the naming i was going trying really hard for a double entendre and it was even better i ended up with a triple entendre that a triple. so yes a triple so firstly the initials are lsd so that that's that's <laughs> that's one meaning on its own <laughs> that's already there yes yeah. secondly the name is limited supply because everything is unique. Once. So literally there's yeah. one of each. And then it's also a Bitcoin reference because of the supply cap. Oh. Three and one. Uh, I know whatever. I never would have got the last one. I, <laughs> I got the first two. Man, 
I kind of want to go get a beer. I went and visited David. Oh, I called you on the way there. Yeah, he like left me with a zillion beers that he made, and so. Oh, nice. Give me one second. I just saw your beer. I want to go get a beer. I haven't even opened them yet. <laughs> I'm gonna refill then because I just finished this one. Okay. Also, one last thing before um I do not super want to broadcast all of our company's numbers. Oh yeah, fair. That's the only thing. But when we're not doing that, then yeah, we'll we'll discuss. Oh, should put the mic in front of my face again, huh? <laughs> uh, wow, that's wildly different. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Turn it back down. Uh, I can hear you. Don't worry, I'm not always as fucking retarded. Um, We we can discuss the any things that don't involve actually sharing the screen, and then I'll end the broadcast from YouTube and Twitch, and we can look at that, and it'll just be an audio, so then you won't see the numbers. Sweet, perfect. That's perfect for me. Awesome. Okay. Beer run. All right. Reconvene. Yeah. Hello. We meet again. We meet again. All right. This is David's chocolate vanilla milk stout. It's 10%. Ooh. That sounds nice. Basically an imperial. I'm nervous. I tried it with him. It is intense. Ah, Okay. One of the bottles he told me was capped and corked because of how intense the pressure was. Inside. Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just Will getting head on the live stream. <laughs> I can only inhale for so long. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, buddy. It's like pure. Damn. It's a, I should have known. I guess I don't know how I would have known. I should have known. There was no way of knowing. Oh my god. It just keeps going. It just keeps leaking. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be three percent by the end of this. Yeah, no shit. You just chug the glass of foam to get the liquor to get the alcohol up front. While I'm doing this, you should like Google a way to make this stop. <laughs> There's it. a trick for it, like rub your oily forehead on it or something. How to make a beer stop foaming? Ha ha! Okay, I don't need the whole fucking blog post. Just give me the answer. The Pour one, slowly. The single- use a coaster. This is <laughs> Fuck you. Block these are poster. these are all about the foaming when it's being poured. No, I'm just uh, I'm dealing with like a rogue beer that refuses to quit. I'm just going to put the bottle in this cup. Oh, the cup's perfectly exactly the same diameter as the bottle. Oh no. <laughs> This is an inefficient use of our time. This is ridiculous. It'd be okay. What the fuck? This one's even more stupid. I figured it out. Thank God, because 
the Atlantic has been no help either. Fuckers. Yeah, okay. So I had a theory in my head and I tested it. I had I felt like the foaming, like the continuous up through the neck of the bottle was probably due to the diameter decrease going as it goes up. Sure. So I just drank it down to where the top of the foam is below the where the neck of the bottle starts. And immediately quit. Uh, okay. Okay. So uh, I need a paper towel or something. The the Atlantic one. suggested using magnets. Ah, it's back again. Gosh damn it. This article is referencing the Atlantic saying to use magnets. Magnets? Yes. Magnetize beer to thwart gushing. What they found was that when the brew passed through the magnetic field, the hops broke apart and spread throughout the beverage, effectively increasing their surface area. With more surface area, the tiny anti-foaming particles bound with more hydrophobins than whole hops could. The team reported in a paper set to appear in the January edition of the Journal of Food Engineering. So That's pretty damn cool, actually. Pour through have, a magnet. Yeah, I don't have any ready ready to go pour through magnets. But we could yeah. sell those. That's a wonderful thought. I'm going I, to grab a There's no towel. mention of how much magnetism is needed. So this may be, like, I don't, oh, I don't know if it would be even reasonable. Like, yeah, I guess it could be just like, holy shit. Or just make magnetism. any claims. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just reference the article, start selling magnets. That's true. Yes. That's a good point. <laughs> Let me grab a paper towel. Uh, well, I'm going to keep all of this in the podcast, so I'm going to mention at this point that, as usual, when we live stream, uh, no, I wasn't going to say nobody's here watching. Uh, this stream yard is I given bet. act sweet. I was just going to say at the top of the show, I was trying to fill space while you were gone. Uh, the stream yard is graciously provided to me by my good buddy, Brian Norton of Food Force Farms, in exchange for me just mentioning Food Force Farms. So go to Food Force Farms for all your coffee, cannabinoid, consulting and camping needs. And Brian, thank you again for letting me use the stream yard. What a, an array of like sub industries for I know that That's so amazing so array of sub industries if I, I can like I should work there if I can digress for a second I did a custom t-shirt design for Brian for the C4 club which is the coffee cannabinoids camping and consulting and I was like all right what ties these four things together and all that I could come up with is that they are interests of Brian's. Yeah. I mean, but it is a definitely like a person type. Like I, you know what I mean? Like you know, people like I know a lot of people who are into all those exact things and all yeah. of those people who would definitely love hanging out. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like this, yeah. it's this group, you know who they are. You know what I mean? They probably have like unshaven faces and definitely you know, radical ideas. They like right. to chill. Since we're on the topic, I'm pulling up the uh, the design that I came up with to share with the class. Oh, yeah, please do. I had my interview today, by the way. Which is Ooh, how'd that go? Actually, really awesome. I mean, I worked with the guy before when I was in Russia. Mm -hmm. And so we've had a lot of face-to-face -face time. And that's why he reached out to me for it. So obviously, you know, things were good. I, was, I have a great foot in the door already. But he just blew through like 90% of his presentation was like, 
you know all this stuff already. It's just so funny. It's so you don't have to be politically correct at all in this organization. He's the opposite of that. He's like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Just clicking through slides. Bullshit, bullshit. More bullshit. This stuff you already know. Bullshit, bullshit. All right. Anyway, this is what your job's going to be like. And I was like, that sounds great. And asked a bunch of questions, and I have it. And I just signed my offered letter and sent it back. And nice. I should be totally poised to achieve like all my financial goals really fast. I mean, the ones that I had set for the end of this year are achieved now just Damn. by signing this. And so like, that's amazing. <laughs> I know it's the beginning of the year. And so <laughs> that worked out. So now it's time to Hell reassess yeah. and re yeah. goalify. Yeah. Job. Aim higher. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Congrats, man. Thanks. Yeah. It looks like little six week stints. Just all over the place. My first one's going to be in Ogden, Utah, which I okay. didn't expect. But yeah, and that'll be in like two weeks. I'm going to Ogden, Utah, and I'll be there for a bit. It'll be training directly under him, learning all the stuff. And then uh, and then I think off oh, I go me. to lead machine startups, installations, and improvement projects globally. Sweet. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Quick deployment. Yeah, super fast. They were like... Okay, ready to go. I'm like, how much work could I get and how little work could I get? What's my range? How, how can I play in here? And they're like, as much as you want or as little as you want. You can be going on back-to-back -back trips or you can put like a month in between them. However you want to do this. Sweet. Like, Sweet. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's see this design. I forgot that I don't have it. I don't have a colored inversion, but uh, I do have it, so... It's just not colored in because I did it with uh, infusible ink. So the Cricut drew it and then I had to color it in by hand. So it doesn't have the nice solid colors. One thing I noticed on your like rolling, I don't even know what to call this. It's like a, it's like a, a banner stock exchange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your little rolling banner thing. There is no QR code off to the left. Yeah, uh, I haven't updated it. So that is this overlay. Ah. But I need I need to readjust it because the left QR has died. That is no oh. longer a project. It's not uh, like a live link to go to anymore. It, it is. It, the link still works, but the project's dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guy I was working with decided to shut it down. Uh, so... I need to make a new overlay that just has the one QR for LSD and then resize it so it doesn't cover the second guest's face. Because most often when I use this, there are two people and I'm not trying to take away their real estate. Mm, fair. Yeah. yeah. But I can change the banner as like while I'm sitting here right now. Oh, add to stream. There we go. Oh, wow. That's it. Yeah. It's Sasquatch, a guy. What's the CCCC? That's his thing. Something yeah. That's the, the C C4 club. Okay. Something, something camping and cannabinoids. Coffee consulting. Wait, coffee, cannabinoids, camping and consulting. There we go. Okay. Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids, whatever you want to say. I don't know the right way. I know how I got 
three quarters of my way through a master's of that and the <laughs> cannabinoid. Anyway, they say cannabinoids. Fair enough. Yeah, I got my little letter from them like a couple weeks ago that was like, if you want to continue your thing, you know, this is the last semester to get back into it. And so I don't know that I will. Probably not. I think I just did three quarters of a master's degree. Holding 4.0 the whole time, paying for it <laughs> or nothing, because I have no intention of going into that field. Man, yeah. So I, n- I never asked what was the update there. I just, uh, well, honestly, I had the opportunity to start the remodeling company and just decided to put the whole schooling to become a mental health slash addictions counselor on pause, and the company started going. Ended up taking a lot of time, took up time for longer than I thought it would. And now we're here, you know, a year later. And they're like, okay, well, your little break is about run its course. If you <laughs> plan on finishing this, you better get back on it. Damn. And uh, and I don't know. It's just not like it was, it was really cool schooling. And I feel like the experience of the schooling is something that I needed in my life. And I think that I got a ton out of it. I learned a ton. But I also, I think it would put me right back in the place that I left when I left engineering the first time. And interesting, just be like a different problem to solve, but all the same problems that I would have with the structure around me. And I think that this new engineering job here that I just got will be everything that I loved about engineering, minus all the problems around me that I didn't like. So that'll be pretty cool. If it was a counseling thing, I don't know. You also got to do four years of counseling underneath, like 40 hour a week, regular salary schedule counseling underneath a licensed counselor before you actually get your license to do a private practice. Uh, That's after like an apprenticeship your type dealio. Yeah. yeah. After your grad school. Yeah. And that is Damn. Like, okay. I was like, oh, I don't want to put that much of my, you know, my life into being able to do a private practice and work outside of the normal working structures i feel like i could develop a system to work outside of the normal working structures on my own a lot faster That's and fair. apparently was right <laughs> <sighs> to share one more thing here was the finished product i only took a video like a retard i didn't actually take any pictures of it uh but oh that's cool here's what i can show with the video in full color i like that ah i'm supposed to just keep playing Oh, nice. So that's the back, and the other side was the front? Yeah, the front just had the the little C4 club on the pocket. Oh, but I didn't go quite far enough. Oh, and down there. That's and cool. then the GT's logo at the bottom. Okay, nice. Oh, and it's a Wrangler shirt. That's a cool shirt. Yeah. Probably heavy-duty-ish. It was, it was decent. I think a lot of these companies just white-label a lot of these things. Yeah, it seems a lot of them. Well, I feel like they have different product lines that are done that way. And then they're like the product lines that they have that are just weirdly, holy shit, expensive. Those are the ones that actually carry the value that the name brand has built. Yeah. Yeah. The others are like has shitty stuff, but Caterpillar also has some really badass clothes. Caterpillar is exactly who I was thinking of um, because they they will absolutely just white label a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I have a pair of pants, dude. I have a couple of pairs of these. Actually, I love them. They have like side pocket. I mean, they have all the pockets in the world that you can even think of. 
and they're holy shit thick and durable. They have reinforced knees and reinforced ankles so that they don't get ripped up. And then nice. uh, they also have pockets in the knees where you can slide in knee pads that you keep in your backpack with you. There's just these little thin knee pads that you slide right into the knee pockets of them. Okay. And also inside the pockets, when you flip the pockets, the normal, like where you put your hands when you're chilling mm-hmm. pockets, you can flip out, you flip them inside out. And there's like a, it's almost like the pockets of a tool belt hanging off the side of you. And so you can like have little compartments for like your tape measure, bunch of screws, oh. you know, different screwdrivers and stuff like that. And so they're the, Man. the coolest freaking pants yeah. that I've that ever was, seen. That was, a lot so of tough. thought went into those pants. Yeah. They're, That's cool. Yeah, I bought them after I tore my ACL and had a hard time roofing on my knees the whole time. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no. yeah, because the knee pads—they actually like—they ended up cutting off circulation to a part of my leg. It was like a 109 degree day, and I was on a roof with like with my knees bent the whole time with these super thick, high ankle boots mm-hmm. and knee pads cutting off the circulation of my legs. And but after like an hour of sitting like that and working in that super hot day. My foot kind of went numb, like it does when you sit on it. Yeah. Long. And I went to stand up, and I just fell over. Boom! Right on the roof. <laughs> Holy crap! My leg didn't like wake up or even work, and it kept not waking up, and it just stayed that way. And for like a month and a half, my whole foot and ankle were completely numb and without Oh my control. god! And then it came back, and so now I don't use those knee pads ever. But... That's a good call. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, what happened? And then what happened to make it come back? I don't know. But Yeah, these are the types of things you want to understand so you can have some control over. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> now anytime my foot gets numb, I'm terrified. It's never going to come back. Yeah, that's, that seems like a fair fear at this point. Mm-hmm. Good grief. I called the surgeon who worked on my knee and he had just got really defensive and like shady and was like, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so. It's almost like he's certain he messed something up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, guy, you're not helpful. I just wanted to know what to avoid next time. You know, I wasn't like trying to persecute you. I'll see you in court, asshole. Yeah, I should have ended with that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Reasons that we have actually convened, aside from the normal catching up, which I always appreciate. I yes. had titled this. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Okay. Thank you. My mom says hi. Hi, mom. I miss he you. He says hi, and then he misses you. Okay. She's going to ask you how to do the t-shirt thing soon. All about it. I'm on Facebook again, so they can contact me there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll let them know. Yeah. I'm excited for that too. I do want to show you a little bit of that stuff. I'm not like a Facebook wizard or anything, but I know people who are. My brother is. That's what his whole business is based off of. Yeah. Hell but, yeah. Uh, I see Michaela. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> she brought me a pen. I had pens at this desk, multiple pens, and the cats have systematically stolen all of them. The cats. Indeed. Wow. I turds. I heard it hit. I definitely hard heard it. There it is. Okay. Yeah. With the petted dexterity of a chimp, I will grab it with my feet. Oh wow! It's not going as well as I hoped. From here, that shelf behind you on the wall looks like it's held up by like 
painter's masking tape. Brackets <laughs> look like brackets. It looks like tape. They <laughs> are in fact brackets. Looks, yeah, it just looks like it's somehow taped there and holding up. But, there are three of them in studs. Nice. Nice. Okay, so I don't know if you had any thoughts or organization to the way that we'd go about this, but um, No, I just wanted to pick your brain on some of the stuff you've been doing to build up the remodeling renovation handyman business and go over the spreadsheet uh, and see what all goes into that as well. I had just titled this strategies for business optimization with will. Nice. That Kept is it as broad as possible. Yes. That's perfect title there. That's exactly what we're doing. All right. Okay. Um, well, I could start with, I don't mind showing Facebooky stuff at all on here because all of that information is pretty much publicly available anyway this is how many likes this page has you can see that pretty fast and so maybe i can start maybe i can share you should Present. be able to yep share screen allow and we want to pick can i pick an entire screen yeah, yeah. we're gonna pick that screen screen two okay Nice, and then I want to re-full screen that one because it is cool looking. All right, so now you can see my screen. I have other stuff going on, a little bit, not too much. And yeah, I like that one better. Yeah, yeah, oh, nice, that's cool. All right, so maybe I'll go here. Well, maybe I'll start here, actually. Facebook, you're going to see... Probably my friends and who knows what, but we'll switch so I can switch now. This is like me switching from my personal account to my business page. Yep. Switching to Madmar Remodeling Contractors. And then I have all my little things here. Actually, I could take you through a quick here. Maybe this will be faster. Um, yeah. So meetings. This is how, on a weekly basis, it was. It probably won't be weekly forever. Actually, definitely not. But when we started doing ad stuff, like when we started off doing marketing as a whole, because marketing can be broke broke down. At least the way we break it down is into paid advertising, which includes like uniforms with your company logo on them yeah. uh first like those this. are all like the essential things that are considered advertising that get yes exactly like that and like ugh, this nice dun, 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 dun. but or like this all those things that oh that's way cool that's cool nice. <laughs> very cool yeah, or all that like, stuff. You have it all over. You have sweet stuff. Yeah, really yeah. Cool I just stuff. built. I just made this today. So it's got it's got the chest logo, the the glitters on both sides of the hood, and then the pink short name on both elbows. That is freaking sweet. 
Yeah, that's another <laughs> catcher you. for sure. And it's cool looking. Like just has something to wear. Yeah, I like that. So let me go down to our most recent meeting here. Um, oh, I just say review marketing data. That's sucky. <laughs> I, I forgot that I had it so little. <laughs> so, but yeah, you break it down into like your essential paid advertising. So that stuff has to happen. Your marketing budget has to maintain those things. You know, you have to make sure you have this many business cards on you at all times. You have to have, you know, clean looking uniforms to go to wherever you're going. The way that your vehicles are either with the big, huge door magnets or like wrapping your vehicle or whatever, that stuff needs to be maintained. That's stuff that is like priority one for your paid advertising, for your advertising budget. And then for not paid stuff, there's organic marketing, like all your social media stuff, posts, blog posts, anything that doesn't cost money. That's organic marketing, they call it. And then community outreach would be the last thing. And anything like from our marketing budget, after all that other stuff is taken care of and we're for sure there, anything that might require some sort of funding, either from community outreach or if we'd like to take our organic marketing strategies and amp them up with like boosting a post or paying for some advertising in some way, that kind of stuff sort of comes secondary to that primary critical uniforms, business cards, presentation stuff. So if there's money in the budget left over, you could use it on those other things, but those three things, community outreach, organic marketing, paid advertising. And so we've broken it down into that. And so then weekly, We've been doing like a review the marketing data type thing. So I wonder if I can, here, I'm going to stop sharing for a second. Go to, whoops, where we actually review the marketing data. I'm going to open up a couple things here. And then we can go through how each data, each value or variable or metric or whatever you want to call it is retrieved okay and not all of this is like fully fully set up and so certain parts of it will be easy to we can just talk about it but the numbers being plugged into all of it doesn't necessarily need to happen for us to talk about it okay um so and we're still like kind of in development. I mean, since the winter winter time was is kind of been our shift gears and build everything from where we were before. And so that's what's happening now, and you'll see us in the middle of it. Share this screen. Okay. All right. So this I don't know. You might have to move our faces or I could like Yeah, I can uh as long as you can see, I can see everything, but let me see. Let's go this manner. I can't go more left or okay. Sweet. So yeah, this kind of outlines what I was just talking about before. And so like marketing, then you would have a president of marketing. And you don't actually need like a singular person for each one of these roles. Oftentimes, especially in the beginning, you are going to be the person who is in all of these millions of roles. But at the least then right. you have the responsibilities of each role lined out. And if you ever did want to like hire out something that became incredibly monotonous and easily standardized, then you would just have like this little package that you could say, Hey, this is the shit that you have to do now. And we're going to pay you this much. And then you can watch them do it and evaluate their performance. 
you know, and you can do that yeah. in little piece by piece points where you just hire out little roles or you could hire out like a few roles at once and be like, this is all that you have to do, but it's all laid out really easy, you know? Uh, so like organic marketing uh, goals would be like be the top three on Google uh, for if people to search handyman or remodeling in our area. We'd want to be in the top three, increase our Facebook following by 10% monthly, increase website visits by 10% monthly. Our goal is uh, greater, like we want to have more than two times whatever month we're on plus four leads from organic marketing per month starting second quarter. So like if we're on month four, we would want to be like 12 leads from organic marketing that month. Okay. You know, uh, and then greater than six sales, actual like tickets purchased, you know, from organic marketing per month until the beginning of second quarter. And then after that, greater than eight starting second quarter. And they're kind of arbitrarily set up. We don't have like a previous year to look back on and say like, this is how we did. And so this is how we want to do. Right. Just, this is just how we want to do. And so we'll see how it goes. And then we'll have a little bit of uh, data to look back at later and be able to make a little bit more accurate goals. But this is our first shot in the dark. Gotcha. And then responsibilities, you know, produce and schedule Facebook posts six per week, write blog posts or like articles one a week, collect all the relevant data every Thursday, monitor the reviews and address issues weekly. So if we get like a Google review beyond that. Um, whether it's good or bad, you want to respond. That really helps your Google standing. They appre Google okay. appreciates it if you're really active. Gotcha. Um, collaborate with advertising and outreach. Those, you know, sections uh, during growth campaigns and develop and manage the execution of content campaigns in pursuit of company goals. Report results and activity to the executive board and collaborate with the executive board in pursuit of company goals. And so then that's, and you'd want to like lay that out for each one of these. And so our paid advertising, we tried that for a second. It didn't produce like we wanted it to. And so we just killed it immediately based on the projections. It was just going to be a bad move for us. Yeah. And so killed it. And we'll come back to this some other time. Jose is working on outreach. And so he's got these goals. And then as he continues to work towards these goals for a few more, like a month or so, he'll like start to get in a rhythm of things and just the shit he's doing all the time that pertains to outreach He'll just list all that and it'll become responsibilities. Like I've been doing this for a while, so I pretty much know what I'm doing. Okay. Um, and this is what I'm doing. So if somebody were to take over what I'm doing, they would have all these responsibilities. And so it writes itself once you get moving. That makes sense. So from, from is the wrong way to start that sentence. Michaela's stepmom does marketing professionally. That is her paid occupation and has been for a long time. She's won awards for how well she does it, et cetera. Nice. Um, the information that she gave me in the roughly half an hour that I had to talk to her about why my social media game is so pathetic with <sighs> LSD so far was that Facebook and Instagram as an extension of Facebook, basically paid advertising gives you access to people who already follow you a percentage of those people. It's not really reaching new people. So until you have a large following on either of those platforms, the paid advertising is not going to be beneficial because it's going to be like 10% of people who already follow you will see this for sure. And wow. so if, if you've got a hundred people following you, you're paying $50 for 10 people to see your thing or whatever. That's insane. That's yeah. 
I'm really glad you told me that. We will wait yeah. longer before we yes. enact our paid advertising. A hundred percent with with businesses on Facebook and again by extension Instagram, the the everything seems to be pay for play. Unless you like get a lucky streak and some somebody with a big account picks you up and then their followers happen to see that and then they also happen to resonate with it and follow up and follow you, which is a lot of ifs along the way. Mm-hmm. It's pay to play. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like yeah. as an example, my my buddy out here um, that I was telling you about, whenever he was first getting started with his Instagram page, and it's just like a meme account, right? He had like just a maybe a couple thousand followers and one of the bigger names noticed his account and shared it and he like he gained yeah three three or four thousand followers off the bat just a couple years ago he shared my account whenever i was just getting started this summer i had maybe 40 followers before that and i gained 20. wow yeah okay so i think so now that we nobody that sees person, anything that's man yeah yeah but it sounds like it's sort of a percentage growth you know what i mean and so like yeah you kind of want to be ready like uh, anytime you do any sort of expansion thing where you're like okay we're going to do this and it's going to make things bigger whatever that means like you got to be totally like the capacity has to be built. You know, the foundation has to be built and ready to w- support the structure that you're about to, gr- you know, build on it. Yeah, and like, for sure. And that's because that's the scariest thing is to expand too fast or to use your like grow by 50% magical potion <laughs> when you have two people, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I should have saved this one, you know, like, yeah. And so yeah. like I I've been hearing um a lot of folks in the community talking about just this it seems to be kind of a uh flavor that's permeating throughout a lot of different people right now just that like that fear of growing too fast it's like basically the the feedback that everybody's been give been giving on that because really that's been a be, topic. multiple multiple people have answered it because it's been asked to so many different people recently um basically it, it's just like be like build for that that's exactly what you should be afraid of like like i guess not afraid of it is like, the number one like destroy you thing especially when you're coming up yeah you grow too fast yeah i i i guess they've been looking at it from a different angle of like people that are building i guess just kind of playing in the sandbox still being afraid being too afraid of growing too fast like oh what am i gonna do when i got a, a million orders and it's like bud get get one first and we'll worry about that yeah no that's that's really super fair yeah if you're like <laughs> if you're yeah if you're too busy with 50 orders but your Don't goal grow. is to get 300 orders yeah you just aren't in a position to like you need to be yeah it's time to like start building for that you know you got 50 orders and you're doing okay financially it's time to maybe like strain your like come up with a plan to grow to 300 orders some sort of expansion marketing thing whatever mm-hmm. and then you know maybe like make the margin a little bit thinner you know start living a little bit cheaper you know you don't maybe you don't make so much money in profit but like hire out a few of these like roles that you've defined 
Yeah, yeah. You know, hire them out. And then once that's done, yeah, you'll be like living on less because you have way more overhead and you still only have 50 people. But then that's immediately when you hit go, hit run on the expansion campaign that you've already designed. Yeah. And then, you know, bam, customers and you were ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's, like that's why steps, I... steps ahead thought. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, that's that's kind of why I I was really interested in what you've got put together here. You know, knowing it's just you and Jose working at it right now, but you've got this basically oh, this pro, this program built out to be able to deploy to anybody with an eighth grade education to be able to pick up a lot of these roles. Because it, I mean, a lot of it takes the forethought to kind of plan ahead of what the what the different tasks are. But you know, any any high schooler with the determination to actually do a good job could do a majority of the tasks. It's just really difficult when you've got two people trying to do everything at once. Yeah. That's the hardest thing when you have a small business and you finally get it running because a small business and a big business, like they run on the same basic principles and they require the same amount of thought, not exactly, but like the same, like the strategy is the same, you know what I mean? It just gets a little bit more complex and like volume numbers go up, but it's still pretty sure. similar stuff. And so, like, the biggest issue, I feel like, when you go to hire somebody is that you are going to hire someone to help out. And that is as far as you've defined things. And so, like, <laughs> yeah. you're expecting them to have all of the knowledge and experience, strategy, drive, and passion that you have when you run your business. When You're going to bring them in and have them help out. But, yeah. like, it just seems like such a bad idea. And it is. And so a lot of people either don't do it or, even worse, they do. <laughs> and, and it goes to shit so yeah. like yeah having it all really easily laid out and it's i mean and also especially if you're a partnership you know they say that like i don't know i mean you, you've heard the like the old adage like uh, there are friendships and there there are wood sh good ships and wood ships and ships that sail the sea but the best ships are friendships and may they always be or something but like <laughs> There's another one that's like a play on that, but it's about partnerships and it's about how they're fucking terrible. <laughs> they don't have to be, you know, they don't, they really don't have to be. And they are, the terribleness is very easily mitigated when you start laying stuff out in this way, because it just, it automates it. It takes the decision-making out of things. Like once you've established or come to an agreement on something, if you write it in policy, then it's established and that's an automatic you know, when that when there's a decision to be made that falls within the purview of the policy that you've written, the decision is already made. And it, it doesn't require any extra thought. It doesn't require yeah. any extra like bickering or debate or even like reliance on the intellect of an employee. It doesn't require any of that. It's just already the decision's already made. Go, you know. Yeah. So having all this stuff laid out when you're trying to grow is ex I mean, is wildly helpful. And so doing it before you're trying to grow that's what Even a lot better. of people miss yeah and that's, yeah that's the thing because i mean like it it would take even just from scratch you know maybe a weekend to put together a rudimentary version of something like this and just fill it out as you go and kind of get in the swing of things but that weekend could save you a ton of pain and heartache yeah and also once you've established a goal you know what you're working for. like these are this these are the goals of marketing right so there should be no goals under these three that don't directly support these goals. 
Yeah. And the goals of the company, which are above that somewhere, these three goals should be directly supporting one or more of the company goals. Yeah. You know, and then like all of these responsibilities and actions should be directly supporting. So it just like really helps to weed out unnecessary work or work that's spinning you off. Or especially if you get these types of things prioritized, then it's like it weeds out, you know, suboptimal task completion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're doing the right mm -hmm. things at the right time and you're doing things that will help the specific things that you're trying to do. It just, it really organizes your life because like it gets freaking hectic. There's a lot to manage and even yeah. in a small company, there's a lot to manage. And so it's, it's, it, it helps a ton when you just lay it all out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. So then here's like organic marketing. We'll go over here. Trial readiness. That was like, we, we did a trial with Yelp advertising in January. And that was when we said like, that's not going to work. So we cut it. That was what that tab is. And then okay. we decided to give ourselves two months um, to build a marketing budget up to something that uh, could sustain the length of an advertising trial, which you want it to be at least three months before you determine whether or not it's effective. Okay. Which I think is wise and garbage at the same time. I think there's two sides of it. You know, like if you, if you want internet and you start paying $30 a month or whatever it is for internet and your internet takes three months to start working, no. And so like that's how I feel about pretty much any tool. Like if you if you start paying for it and it doesn't work, it's not working. Yeah. You know, it's not this faith thing. But at the same time with marketing, it sort of can be. You know, it's a little bit like gray in a lot of those areas. So I designed a trial that would like okay. determine our trial readiness and like get us all ready to go and like be able to assess the success or failure of the trial. But we don't have to talk about that right now. Okay. This is the stuff that I look at uh, to test or at least to continuously assess track and analyze our the performance of our organic marketing which is what we will continuously do we won't stop doing that because it's free and so i have like i do a facebook post once a day um you can get that set up to do automatically pretty easily you can just schedule them so like if yeah. you go over to facebook you've probably seen that like yeah i was doing the, it for a good while yeah uh, cause it is a fucking chore for me to post. Okay, okay. Um, so I was, I was figuring out like getting content ready for f four five, six days, uh, straight on, a, on one day, just cause like we've talked about this, like none of it appeals to me at all. It is a, it is a chore, like cleaning the litter box to post things yeah. on social media. Um, I, I don't care for it at all. It is something that takes conscious effort on my part to sit down and like, all right, you know, this sucks balls, but I'm going to do it now. And hopefully it gives me something, some benefit. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I completely get that. Yeah. Well, I've started, so I've got like, so here, this has kind of helped me because I'll go, when I first started doing the inorganic or the organic marketing stuff, it was, I just got like two months worth of content together. It was really fast. I just looked on the internet and looked at like, since we're home remodeling, I looked at DIY remodeling fails and there's a mm -hmm. whole ton of shit. There's all these hilarious posts of, you know, pictures of people doing really dumb things or like the product of their work was terrible. And like yeah, all this. Yeah. I saw stuff. the one with the, the toilet in the corner with the oh, yeah. tiles knocked <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's Thanks. a chill. But yeah, we so that was pretty easy. But so I just spent a day and gathered like a month or two's worth of just pictures of funny stuff and different things. But so I have these. This is kind of just helps me track what I posted each day. These little things, so they're drop down menus. And so like I could pick like say this Friday I have I have funny, helpful, holiday, inspiring, our work, personality, a publication safety or season specific man so okay when i'm like going through stuff trying to find things i'll look underneath all of those categories and just grab a bunch of things just grab a, just yeah. a ton of stuff and just have like a massive folder full of things that you could post and then every monday i'll get up and spend two hours scheduling the week's posts monday through saturday uh and then sunday i always post a blog article that i write so then Tuesday morning, I'll spend like two hours and write a blog article about something like, um, like I posted this one, like planning to sell your home and like things you can do to make your home more. And they're good articles. They're actually really good and helpful. Reduce your heating bill this winter was one of them. Home design to combat the winter and critical tips for bathroom tile and stuff like that. And so I'll just, I'll write those and then I'll write it on Tuesday, schedule it to go out on Sunday and it goes and that's but that's what i do for those then what i'm nice. actually tracking is like my reach for the last seven days on facebook and instagram and seeing how that goes on a weekly basis new likes new page visits any reviews uh your facebook rank like if someone were to like search remodeling contractors in belvedere illinois where do we pop up number one i know that felt pretty good and then yeah, different things like that. And then same stuff for Instagram and all that stuff can be found on your little meta business suite. You've seen probably that stuff. You can look at, uh, it's usually like an insights. Oh, there's insights. And it gives you all your little graphs and stuff. I, you, I don't know if you've seen it. Mm -hmm. seen yeah, it. I've looked at it on Instagram. That's where I've been most active. I just, as you know, just got back to Facebook today after like an eight year hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it is crazy. So one thing, every spike on here, spike, 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 spike. And there are like days in between these spikes. Right. Those spikes are when I personally will share a post from my business page. Like, on your I personal? Do that if it's, yeah, on my personal. Like if it's okay. our work and I share it, then it gets like a shitload more. A shitload more uh, reach. So let's see. I don't know if that's the right button. Probably not. But yeah, it's always whenever we share our work. Like if, you know, some cool before and after picture. And then mm -hmm. I'll share that and be like, great job, team. You know, way to go. Wonderful transformation or something. And then, uh, and when I share that, then like the whole world, everybody who lives in Belvedere that I know and everyone who I've met ever sees it, which is yep. pretty big. And that just helps. But like, like your reach, it helps because yeah, like obviously, you know, you're reaching more people and people are seeing what you're doing and whatever. But also it's sort of, I think that goes into your Google stuff. You know what I mean? It makes you more, the more active your content is, the more, the higher up you'll be on Google when people search for your things or the higher up you'll be in Facebook or the higher up you'll be wherever. Yeah. And, it makes I mean, sense. I, at least, at least somebody is sharing your content. You yes. 
or yeah. seeing it or whatever. It's popping up all over the place, which is good. And one thing I heard from a guy, he like it was some tech company, some little startup tech marketing company that called and was like, hey, if you would like to improve your business search results by this much, pay us this much money and we will do these things for you and it's going to be great. And I was like, so what will you do for us? And like, he like just spilled it all. And I was taking notes like crazy. And I was like, sweet, <laughs> I'll do all that same stuff. Thanks. <laughs> but, 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 but uh, one of the things was NAP. He called it NAP, name, address, phone number. And so if on every single thing you do, you put your name, address, and phone number together, like that's a quick way for Google to be able to connect you to all these different points on the internet and widen your space and make you, and, and it makes you appear more, I don't know, active and all that. So then Google hmm. ranks you a little bit higher. And so, yeah, do that kind of thing. So like, all right, that was a funny one. If you fall, I will be there. Floor. <laughs> if you're looking to have your floor remodeled, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at the end of the post, I'll say, Madmar Remodeling Contractors and Home Services. I'll put our phone number. I'll say Belvedere, Illinois, and I'll put our website. At the end of every single post, I do that. And I also write at the end of every one of our posts, if you're looking for... Uh, if you're looking for home remodeling, renovation, or handyman services, please give us a call or go on our website to get a free quote today or whatever. Yep. But saying those three things, home remodeling, renovation, and handyman. I even went back and edited all of my old posts to have that final sentence that says, if you're looking for home remodeling, renovation, or handyman services, blah, 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 blah. I added that because we weren't showing up at all. If you searched handyman in Belvedere, Illinois, we did not show up. At all. And then I did that to all our posts. And it has the word handyman in it, in every one of them. And boom, we were in top 10. Okay. So you just almost need that like little email signature, basically, that you're pasting in everything that you post. Yeah. Okay. That is key stuff there. That's like, it's made a big difference. Okay. And so, so then that's like... We have our Google part of our tracking here. Uh, we'll search, you know, when people search remodeling Belvedere, Illinois, how we show up, what's our rank on Google, and handyman Belvedere, Illinois, how we show up, what's our rank. Um, reviews, our star rating, how many profile views, how many profile interactions, how many website clicks, all that stuff you can see. Um, when you, I don't know if you've started up your website yet or if you've chosen to you go with like Square or GoDaddy or whatever site or whatever. I haven't yet. Okay. When you do, you'll probably be able to track like profile or website clicks and a bunch of stuff. If, mm. When you start your, do you have a Google business profile? Not that I know of. That's like. Yeah, that's like here, like when you search any business. Oh, you know, hmm. Oh, uh, let's see. Chicken masala near me. And, and like Google, Google, so having something like that. So this would be, 
and it gives you all kinds of sweet stuff. I don't know why it's taking so long to load. Yeah, and then you can like edit your profile, edit products, edit services, whatever. But then you can also look at your performance. Then you can see how your page and your website kind of has done, your profile interactions, all this stuff. It's pretty handy. Uh, it's cool for you to be able I to kind of track have... what's going on. Interesting. That is a really okay. fast thing to set up. So and it's free. Um, okay. All this stuff is free. I would definitely set this one up because then it's that's that's a big one. So yeah, it would stop it, buddy. And then like your whatever your whoever hosts your website eventually will probably give you all kinds of data too. That's uh, website website specific, and will mm. also probably have like ways for you to optimize your SEO stuff search engine optimization to make sure that you have like all the keywords in the right places on your website so that your stuff shows up properly. Like okay. I should have remodeling in almost every freaking sentence on my website, just so that it pops up. It's not quite that bad, but okay. they do want you to do that. But that, that is a helpful thing. And then once you do do that, um, I got, I mean, Google analytics is a helpful thing. Once you get your website built, that's like, it's not as helpful for me because I'm like a small town person. Like my, my business is small town mm -hmm. and it's kind of like in this region. So there are parts of it that are helpful, but for someone who's trying to like really make their way across the internet, like yours, Google analytics will be a big one. So once you get okay. your website set up, Google analytics is cool. And then Google search console is another cool thing that helps. Um, and I found this, free local rank checker this won't be helpful for you but it like when i were to search madmar remodeling in Bel or like remodeling in belvedere illinois it would take into account my cache my search history my location all these different right. things and it would give me a skewed google ranking and so i've yeah. had to find like a outside thing to search that and find our ranking for real to make it a more consistent okay. test yeah website Search visitors, social views, Google search impressions, our average position, average click to whatever ratio, click, oh, click through ratio. Like if they just click us and leave, or if they like click us and stay and check it out. Mm -hmm. Total clicks. We don't have any email marketing campaign at all yet, so that's not populated. Uh, Yelp. A Yelp thing might not be a bad move for you, but I don't know if it applies or not since you're not like a local thing. All this stuff would definitely be applicable to your uh, horticulture thing. Mm -hmm. But for, well, I guess since you're trying to get into like the really awesome flea markets that are abundant in your region. Yeah. Uh, you Might probably be valuable. could do a Yelp. Yeah. Okay. I would do a Yelp thing. And then you can see a lot of stuff there too. Uh, and then Chamber of Commerce. You should do Chamber of Commerce, if, especially since you're kind of like, because you'll be at flea markets, you'll have the appearance of a local company, which has its merits, you know, like huge, like people love buying local. So there's all that. But uh, if you get into your Chamber of Commerce, that's not a bad move. You'll have to decide whether or not it's it's worth it to you because there's often like an annual fee. Okay. And since we're moving... Be, in the very near future. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but, uh, that's pretty much how we like track all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then on our, here, let me 
stuff. Share Can I ask or... a question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Do you keep any track of like what sort of posts are getting the most interaction, most reaches, most likes, whatever? Because I saw you had all those different categories. Facebook keeps, of- Facebook analyzes and like keeps track of the highest performing posts, and you can kind of see which ones were the ones. So far, it hasn't been super valuable to see which ones are which because it's been wildly obvious to me that it are it is the ones that I share are the most popular. And other than that, it doesn't matter a ton. They're pretty okay. thin. Like it's the the ones that I don't share don't get a ton of reach, and their main purpose at this point, because they don't get a ton of reach, are just to make our online presence active. You know, we're doing yeah, things. keep it active. Yeah, yep, that's that all it's sense. for, really, because they don't produce much if I don't share it. But if I do share, or sometimes like Adrian will share stuff, or my buddy Romy from like when I was in elementary school, we hang out now sometimes. Uh, he'll share a thing. Like we just got a job from something that he shared last week. Nice. So that was cool. But getting people, so that's like, that's why Chamber of Commerce, I think, will be big because then you can get really involved in the community as your company. Like, not as you, but as your company. You can mm-hmm. get involved in the community and start to know a lot of people and know a lot of the key, more key players and pass out business cards. And, and if you shop locally, personally, you can drop a stack of your business cards on the counter at your local whatever. All those kinds of things are Yeah. The, the big. lady at one of the local Goodwills uh it's been a couple weeks ago now we i'd picked up like 20 shirts that day and she was asking about like we'd we found some cool pieces just some cool blanks that we happened to find that day and she was asking about it and stuff and i told her because i was also wearing not this shirt but another one with <laughs> my shit on it and she's like oh that's so cool uh this isn't really like okay because we're goodwill but if you want to bring me a bunch of your business cards and leave them here, I'll hand them out to all the people. And so then I went back the next day and then a couple other times and we have not seen that lady again. So I don't know if she was just like checking people out and wearing the vest and didn't actually work there or if she works like one day a month. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is, but I almost had an interaction like that. <laughs> Man. Yeah. We'll keep trying for those. Hopefully you see her again. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty funny. Anytime, like, I, I was at, like, a, we kind of have, like, a local drugstore here. Um, like, a super old, like, it's been around forever. A uh, drugstore that's still in business. It's, like, Walgreens, basically, but before Walgreens. And I went in there one time, and I saw they had a bulletin board up and just threw up a bunch of cards. And we went to, like, a local pizza place and asked them if I could put our cards there. And they were like, yeah, actually, we might have some work ourselves coming up here soon. Do you mind if I have one of your cards? And I was like, yeah, nice. take your card. Just keep doing that. Yeah, just keep doing that. Or, like, uh, in a week, I'm going to be running in, like, a local 5K that supports the Special Olympics. That's, like, part yes. of our community outreach. Like, I'm going to be wearing our company shirt, and I'm going to take pictures and post them on, like, the – Belvedere community Facebook pages and you know you know Manmar remodeling had a great day today supporting the Special Olympics and blah 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 blah. It's just more like content for posts, but mm-hmm. they're relevant. And the community will appreciate them. Yeah, but that yeah, it's it works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. 
I'm waiting for the day when I go into a place where I put my cards down and they're gone. And there's a stack of cards from a different remodeler there. Yeah. And I say, you bastard. And I'll take those cards and I'll put mine back. And I'll just be just a back and battle. forth day after day. Yeah. 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 For the local Piggly Wiggly grocery store countertop space. <laughs> High demand real estate there. Okay. Um, but that's pretty much what we track from like a marketing or like an organic marketing standpoint, just those things. And then we just keep an eye on them, watch what's going on, see if we're getting close to reaching our goals or if we're on track to reaching our goals or if we're not at all. And then that really like will, that will prompt some campaigns on my part. Like I'm already, I'm working on a YouTube campaign and a couple nice. other campaigns that are free ish, you know, for us to do not at all free in time, but that's what we have right now. <laughs> Mm -hmm. a ton of money but we have a ton of time as a business um not a ton of time but we have more time than it's easier to spend our time than it is to spend our money right and so do you do you put yourself on tiktok do you do any videos no that's no we have no video content at all yet man especially with remodeling stuff i'm sure video would go a long way and then you just shoot like you shoot the video on tiktok do all the editing there and then it'll save locally and you can upload the same video to Instagram, to YouTube shorts, to Facebook shorts and repurpose the content across the board. I have, I, maybe I'll get it. TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. I don't, I don't know anything about TikTok. I'll have to get it and try it out. But yeah, no, that's exactly the, I mean, there's so many things we could do. We'd have Jose like break through a wall, like the Kool-Aid man and say something. Yes. Funny or like, Stupid shit is, is yeah. like, what sells everywhere it seems uh-huh yeah so i'm yeah. i mean that's that's on the on the docket yeah that is on the docket for sure um and then so here let's go to all right so this isn't super populated yet but i will share it uh, and it's kind of a calculator slash marketing performance analysis tool. Ooh. Share entire screen. And I don't know that the tool necessarily will be super awesome for you to see, but the metrics that I'm tracking might be. Um, so there's like a, there's a thing here for like our marketing KPIs, our key performance indicators, our main metrics here for marketing, for organic marketing mostly. But it would also, if we decided to pay for advertising on any of these platforms, Yelp, Google, Facebook, whatever, this would still work for that. So it's pretty much just online marketing. Um, but like your monthly ticket average, your average call per month, average calls per month that come from Yelp, monthly ticket average that come from Yelp, uh, average call to sale percentage. You have 10 calls from them and you get one sale out of it. You have a 10% call to sale. And then the marketing budget, if you did, so this, I built this before when we were actually considering paying it, paid advertising, zero. And then uh, <laughs> average call cost. But that average call cost comes from your marketing budget. So, you know, you get like 10 right. calls, you spent 100 bucks, it's 10 bucks a call. Then your average, like all this stuff kind of just like lets you know if your advertising is paying for itself and how far past that it's going, you know? 
and what it's really getting you. And so then like you can watch your monthly ticket average with like a Yelp, Google, Facebook, and see kind of how they're doing contacts per month, nice. average call conversion, average call cost. And so we're still in the winter months, which is super slow months for remodeling. And all this stuff was built in mid January and it's mid February. So like there's almost nothing to populate it, but yeah, but that is how that is going. So like, these are like the main KPIs for advertising for you to be able to see if your advertising is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Nice. Okay. And then my accounts tracker, I probably won't show that broadcasted because it will, or at least definitely not the customer intake one, but the customer intake one is pretty much like right when you get a customer and we have other uh, avenues to take in a customer. We have several depending on how it wants to be done. We use a, a software slash pro slash online platform kind of thing. I don't even know what to call it. It's kind of like a software, but it's online based and does a bunch of other stuff. That's uh, called House, House, H-O-U-Z-Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's super cool. It is way cool. Like I can walk mm-hmm. into a room and with my phone, take like a 3D measurement of the room, immediately have the floor plan where all the windows are, and then just start doing all this crazy stuff. You can do estimates and it's just super freaking sweet for anyone who's doing home service things. That is super cool. They I also first became aware. For you. Nice. That's part of the thing. Yeah. So we got a job from them. Like it was, it was a lead. They said, Hey, we have a lead. Someone's looking for somebody to do this. And we were like, click, uh, Hey, Damn. you know, and just like called them right away and set up a meeting. And as I went and checked out, you know, assessed the job today actually. And it's looking pretty good. But that was nuts. We didn't even know they did that. That's super <laughs> cool. I didn't know they did any of the things you just discussed. I only knew it's, of them from in like college time. I had the app because they had all sorts of different, really cool pictures of different awesome interiors. And they would have oh. many of the different items within the room being pictured. Like you click on it and it took you directly to where you could buy it, which like, obviously I'm in college. I'm not buying that chandelier or that fucking table or whatever, but it was just cool to see the inspiration for the interior design basically. Yeah. They still have that. That's like, it was probably like a green H. It was the yep. app. The blue H is for the non-consumer side of things. Okay. And it is super freaking cool, man. It is. That's awesome. It is way nuts. It almost has taken probably 80% of the business that I've built has just been like become obsolete because of this app. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Which is sweet actually, because I mean, you got to know what you want before you can go buy yeah. like that. So the whole building of it process is definitely not a waste, but like it definitely took us to the next level. On That's awesome. Yeah. It was huge. And it will do this, a lot of this stuff, but also, um, not all our stuff comes necessarily through house, you know, and a lot of times right. you just got to be ready for different types of customers. And so like, like I have a QR code that people can scan to pay us or to like set up an appointment or, or mm-hmm. do whatever they want to do. But honestly, like 40% of our customer base has an email address or has heard of a QR code ever, or, you know, so there's like a lot of different, so we have a few different ways to, yeah yeah i mean that's like a a major thing that i keep hearing over and over with donations or like crowdfunding or a business whatever don't make it difficult for people to pay you yeah oh my god 
Yeah. Actually, David's mom called us. She had a job for us. <laughs> this was a this is giant screw up. It was, it was the first time it had ever happened, and I was so I was pissed. I was embarrassed. I was so many things all at once, and also thankful that this happened with her and not like some other customer that didn't know us personally. Yeah. But it was. <laughs> It was with Cash App. I like sent her my Cash App thing. And she paid me, or no, no, no. It was with Zelle. I don't know if you get, if you have Zelle. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Zelle. Yeah, it was yeah. with Zelle. She sent it to the like. You shouldn't even be able to send money with just the name. Like you, you can put like the name, and email, or name and phone number. Yeah. The person, the recipient of your payment. Yep. She put just the name, Jose Marquez. Which is like, like the John. Smith it's like John Smith, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> and just send, boom, all that money. Oh, oh my and god! And it was like, not it wasn't him. And we we're like, and so I had to like get in contact with her as fast as I could. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. This isn't your all your money just went to somebody else. Oh my god! Uh, and so she was able to cancel it, and then immediately that night we built up we built our online payment system and got that all nice. established and. Now and she used that for the rest of the job, and we've used that with everybody since then. But now we have multiple online payment systems: one through house and one through our website. Okay, it's nice. they work pretty good. But can you yeah, still watch out can for you that. still accept from the typical like mobile payment platforms, Venmo, like, PayPal, Cash, Cash App, App stuff that. like yeah. that? Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, well, it depends on how you want to do your accounting. Like so I many... do all my accounting in a spreadsheet. Well, it's like, it, I mean, more like your the actual account that it goes into. It makes your life a hell of a lot easier when it's time to do taxes and other things like that. If your accounts are separated according to kind of what they're for. Not in yeah, a, that's what people keep telling me. I mean, not totally, totally, but like, like we have our business account, our business expense account. And that's like our main business account. Everything that is a business expense, like new tools, new or like consumable items, like sundries, you know, like uh, like screws or mm-hmm. mud or stuff that like we don't necessarily charge the customer for, but we just have like a ton of all the time that we just yeah. use as we need it. Um, gas. I don't know. It's a giant list, but like all that kind of stuff that comes out of that account. Our payments also go into that account. Like when people pay us, it goes right in there. And then immediately that payment is split up according to our pricing model, where some certain percentage of it goes to our marketing budget, a certain percent of it goes to payroll. uh, And these are all actual different accounts now. A marketing account, a payroll account. Yeah, I mean, it's a totally new bank account. Interesting. And and it's super easy. I mean, at least for our bank, we we just go online with our phone. It takes two seconds. And then you like the next, you just put in the information and the next day they will have that account there for you to, to use. And okay, you just make as many accounts as you want. And so we have a, a, like a payroll account, a business expense account, the big one that everything kind of funnels in and out to. And so like when we get a payment, it'll get dispersed into advertising, payroll, um, savings, GMP, which is growth and profit. Our growth and profit budget right now is mostly being allotted towards tackling debt at like a high rate so there's not okay like, there's not a ton of like 
funding for major growth opportunities in owner profit, like our, us three are the three owners of the business. Yeah. We all have our own percentage of the business that we own. That owner profit, non-existent yet, but like <laughs> someday. Yeah. But we have all these different accounts that like it comes in. We have our pricing model established so that this percentage of the price or of the money that comes in goes towards payroll. This is what you're going to get out of this. This much goes towards marketing. This much goes towards savings. This much goes towards GMP. This much, I think that might be all of them that it gets split into. But that way it's like you can pretty much based on that information and data that you have from previous months of your expenses and the knowledge that you have of your continuous costs like bills or whatever that you might have for your business. If you have like, like for us, we have huge equipment that we have payments on, you know what I mean? Like a giant 50 foot man basket lift and this like, holy shit, huge dump trailer and like all these different things that we have payments on. And so like, right. But all those things, once you count like with that information and your pricing model, you should be able to discern how much you need to be making. Like, uh, can you still see my stuff? Revenue projections. Mm -hmm. So revenue projections, whoops, zoop. Start here. Revenue projections. So this is our like forecasted year. This is the goal. This is the blue line. Orange line is the adjusted goal. So every month we'll input our actual revenue that we've made, and it will adjust our all the subsequent months' goals so that we can still reach our goal by the end of the year. And then our actual records what actually happened. And so we're still pretty early in the year, and so this has all the lines are in the same spot. They're overlapping each other, but overlaying, but they will adjust as things go. But then this will let you know, like if you make this much in revenue, like revenue for us is all of the money that we get paid minus the amount of money that we paid for materials. This much in revenue means this many hours per week per person has to work. This is the amount of money that goes into our business account. This is the amount of money that per person, like this is the amount of payroll money per person that we would get that month. This is the amount of GNP. And we could have like a marketing one here and whatever other accounts are. Right. But this sort of lets you know, like, like at this amount of money, we're in the red because our bills are pretty close to that per month. And so like, this is going to suck if we make that much money in revenue. We are going to be not really, I mean, we right on breaking even here we're getting close you know that's not that different from that and right. so like but here we're like the hours per week per person are manageable this is more than we need like we will survive you know what i mean we won't we're not just like we're, we're past breaking even at this point nice okay payroll is like for you know when you're starting a business you're not making a million bucks but like this is like a reasonable number for payroll when you're starting out and your GMP yeah. will be this much. So this will be what is attacking our debt. Yeah. Once we get here, it's 31 hours per week per person, which is like when you also are running the whole business to actually be, these are billable hours. Like you're there working. Right. Right. So right. when you're also working, like building the business, like 31 hours a week per person, you're getting into the yellow. That's good. You know, you might not have time to run the whole business and do 31 hours a week. 
Yeah. 34 hours a week, 38 hours a week, 40 hours a week, plus run the whole business. It's getting a little bit tough, mostly based on the hours that we have to work. But like <clears throat> with this, with having your pricing model established for whatever your business is, you can determine where your green zone is kind of. Okay. You know, and then you can kind of forecast and things. And so like, like I said, January is super duper slow. And so our goal mm. was 1400 and we made 1100 not horrible but like less and so then you can right. see like our new goal for february this is the old goal adjusted goal now is seven thousand and ten dollars rather than that and all of these went up and now this one is in the, now it's above twenty three hundred dollars which it turned yellow because we're getting into this 31 hours a week yeah so it's like okay we fucked up january a little bit and it made it so that july might be kind of a bitch and so like we're going to have to catch up over here or else we're going to be in the yellow, maybe orange or red soon on these tail end months in order right. to keep our main goal of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. So that's helpful stuff. And then, uh, this tab is mostly, I'm not going to open it up, but it's just like, it helps keep track of all our distribution. Every time we like close up a job, like we'll we have our jobs list here. And so these are all our jobs that we've done. Um, these ones are not currently started, but it'll give you like the amount paid, materials cost. Some of these aren't populating because um, either I didn't fill it out or they were created before that tool was made or whatever. But okay, um, materials cost, revenue, total ticket initial contact date proposal status so like these ones are filled in so these ones will be easier to see yeah this is this is very similar to my spreadsheet that i keep for both the amazon and ebay stuff and the t-shirt stuff but with more information that is specific to the jobs that you're doing so it makes sense okay yeah 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 this one for me like for your i don't know how you would convert this for your horticulture one this would be like exactly oh yeah i have done no accounting for that at all i know <laughs> with the amount of tools that i bought specifically for that and the amount of cash payment that i received that will go undeclared that i pretty much <laughs> went even <laughs> okay okay and i'm good with that number <laughs> but for performance like this one this is helping us hone in on bidding so like expected versus actual man hours yeah, yeah. Our expected man hours determines how much we charge for the job. Right. Our actual man hours determines like how much we actually get paid per hour. You know what I mean? Yep. And the, so this one is like a huge one. And then material cost difference, job duration difference in days, lead source, all these things like will go in to help fill out that marketing projection thing. You know, the lead source along with the actual revenue and all that mm. stuff will fill out yeah. these things. My tabs, my tabs don't feed each other. Oh, dude, mine feeds so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's and then awesome. I have like a debt forecast that we like update once a month to see, just to like continuously see what the future may look like. You know, from the yeah. most accurate place. This is yeah. This is like the big spreadsheet. It's got a ton of stuff in it. That's awesome. But then, like, we have a materials account. And our business account that super helps um to have a materials account because like we take 50 percent down 
uh, 50% down up front. And then upon completion, we take the second 50%. Yeah. Off, I mean, the materials account is a credit card. And so we just buy whatever materials we need off of it. And then as soon as we get the 50% down, that initial 50% down gets split off into payroll, all the different things, but it also half also the materials, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. half of the materials. And so then we'll just pay right away whatever we expect half of the materials to be to that credit card materials account. And then at the end of the job, pay the rest of it. Okay. And so it just keeps that all together. But then the biggest thing is that it just keeps the credit cardness of it is handy in case the materials of the job end up costing more than 50% of the job, which sometimes happens with like really high end shit that doesn't take much to install. Right. And, but keeping the materials separate from the actual business account is helpful because materials are not write offable at all, but every other category, like if I go into like the menus tab that contains all the lists for my drop down menus, business expense designation, repairs, maintenance, taxes and licenses, office supplies, advertising, scheduled debt repayment, insurance, consumables, replacement equipment, new equipment, banking fees, equipment rental, vehicle repair, vehicle maintenance, transportation, utilities, team building, trash disposal, uniforms, education, and all these little weird payments. Like nearly all of that stuff, pretty much all of that stuff is tax deductible. Mm -hmm. And so then, and that is just coming out of one actual account. So then when you go to do your taxes, if you just print off, rather than keeping hold of all your receipts, if you just print off your statements from that one account, you are good. You know? Right. I don't need a drawer like this. Dude, I have so many receipts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, and then like, how'd you hear from us? Yelp, Google, Facebook, email, platinum customer. That's my mom. Repeat customer. <laughs> Favorite commerce email. That's amazing. <laughs> She'll buy a whole house and have a flip it. So it's like, that's a lot of jobs. Yeah, that's but, platinum right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Let's see. Oh, yeah, expense codes. Yeah, materials, funds, contract labor. Contract labor is big. Let me... Transaction types. No, none of that stuff is, else is important. Let's go back to here. I've shown you a lot of what I'm tracking. Organizational structure, policy, and procedures. We've kind of talked about why that's important. Man. Um, business plan. This will be, this is kind of just like, I mean, it just, this one's just like me making a big, huge model of our cash flow so that it's really understandable about like where everything's going, what we need to do, when and where. It's obsolete now. It's not current, but it was a helpful thing. It's, but like, I don't know, it might be inspirational, but pretty much all this stuff is like, below you intellect wise for sure you just maybe haven't seen it yet money coming in checking account money going out in all these different ways how much it needs to be it's this this helped us to develop our pricing model so that we'd be able to conquer debt stay alive pay our people and grow in the way we wanted to just having it all together okay. yeah it just helps you know it's not necessary but it helps and it really helps when you need to like present it 
people and explain why you just had this thought. You know, there's so much going into why this thought is relevant and worth listening to. And so when you need to communicate it to someone who <laughs> is also very sure of their thoughts, my mom, then <laughs> it's easy Fair if enough. you just have like, okay, just take a look at this. Don't ask me any questions or have any critical comments until you're done fully understanding it. And then we'll just go from the same place. Yeah. Check my math. Make sure all the cells link to the right places. And then we can <laughs> yeah, talk afterward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the things like that are really, and they do just help you get your own shit together in your brain. Cost yeah. history library. That isn't as useful anymore, but it was something we were developing to be able to more quickly bid out projects. You know, this is how much okay. it costs to change an outlet. This is how much it costs to paint a room per square foot. This is how much it costs to build a deck per square foot. Mm -hmm. You know, all this stuff. We're building that, but house has like a more complete and easier editable and easier to integrate into estimates and invoices version of that than I ever could with just using the online version of Excel, which is basically like if Excel got cut off at the knees. <laughs> yeah. And so, so That's we're awesome. using that now, but we had that. Uh, I don't know if you... I'm sure, or I don't know, but like equipment wise, you don't probably have near as much like heavy duty equipment, but this is also could be the, like the theory behind this could be utilized when maintaining and upkeeping really any asset. Mm -hmm. um, so man, yeah, I don't know, but like truck, green lift, Luigi, Luigi's like a skid steer. It's like from Cars, the little guy who like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the tires got, yeah, he looks exactly like that. So we call him Luigi. But <laughs> dump trailer, flatbed trailer, chainsaws, augers, generators, covered wagons, like an enclosed trailer that has all. It's like our full on. Like if you want to remodel a house, hook it up to the truck, take it to that house, and park it there. You'll have every tool you oh, need. Oh, nice. You know, nice. like from the ground up, remodel the house. And so we often don't bring it. We just grab like the sub modules of tools out of it that pertain to the project, but we could bring it. Mm -hmm. But all that stuff will have like the events, you know, these are the events. I like, I track like crazy what happened. So like the truck battery light kept coming on and I was tracking shit like fucking wild trying to figure out what the hell was Damn. going on. Yeah. I mean, I was going, I'm, you know, really honing in on this, but then I have it forever. You know, like if anything happens, yeah. oh yeah, back in 2022, you know, this happened and this is exactly what fucking happened. And so it's, so yeah. I have like really specific notes for every single event that ever happens on any of our equipment. And then a maintenance log, which is now obsolete since I set up our full on maintenance plan, which uh, we have different maintenance procedures. This is maintenance trip procedure 350a which is a monthly procedure that goes for the truck and it includes all these different things that you do and you can pull this up on your phone you'll go out there complete the pro procedure which is all this shit once a month and then you will copy this paste it down here and fill it out the date current mileage name of the person who did it duration of the task no any notes any work orders that need to happen like oh shit i found the taillights out and then you write it all out add it to the next meeting so that that comes up and gets assigned uh, any supply or tool deficits like wait i'm missing the 10 millimeter soccer wrench always then you, always 
then you add that to the shopping list and keep going. But like, uh, okay. Then you have your biannual list, and every every piece of equipment here has its like various either events or maintenance procedures. Like Louis A is the annual Luigi list, and you go through. This is a new thing, uh, so that's why there's no like existing entries. But man, I love that. Oh yeah, this is super handy. Like Luigi won't start. This is the craziest thing. I have like audio recording so I could hear what it sounded like. So that next time this happens, I can listen to the audio and see if it's the same problem. You know, it's fucking genius. Yeah, dude, this is how you keep track of your shit. I've been doing this for my Jeep since I bought it. This is the way to do it. Yeah. You should do this just for your Damn. car. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I've got multiple car issues right now with both of my cars. Having the full history. It helps. I mean, you know, I was process engineer for a long time on a <laughs> on a giant you know three block long two-story high diaper producing machine that had to be the master of it and so anytime anything happened this is how i kept my notes at work anyway and so i started doing Man. Our equipment. yeah but that's helpful so that wow. sort of thing for any sort of asset that you have you would be able to do something like that and then i have our like it's embedded into our meetings to like Every on, on our semi-monthly meetings, I believe it's embedded. Actually, tomorrow I'm supposed to propose the maintenance list, and so you're seeing this even before the rest of the business has the new maintenance plan. But within here, where it says like, go through the work order report, close out any invoices that have been completed, these different reviews, execute the payroll payout, execute GMP payment. Then I'll also put like review maintenance calendar and see if there's anything we got to do this month any maintenance procedures that have popped up fill out the accounts tracker fill out continuous costs update the debt forecaster update the revenue forecaster um look through the future jobs all our equipment repair things and major projects and then get our like priorities lists together for what we're going to try to tackle this month any new business and then this is where we like yeah, like we'll propose. Yeah, see, so proposed maintenance facilities, equipment maintenance plan. This is tomorrow's meeting, two sixteen. So, like tomorrow, I'll propose the facilities and equipment maintenance plan, which we have like a full-on proposal template that's like pretty huge. Makes sure that you develop a proposal properly, so that you come into the meeting with like every piece of information that you could possibly need and have a full understanding of what it is you are trying to accomplish with this proposal. It basically just makes it so that like. If you don't even know what you're doing, you will do a good job proposing this idea. And success is a requirement. Success is a requirement. Otherwise, you did not complete the worksheet. And man, and so like PMMN one maintenance plan. That's my that's the name of my proposal document. I had to figure out what PM means, but MN I think is maintenance. But might be like, oh, I forgot what it is. Actually, I, I didn't develop that part. My mom made the, she's our, I'm a 40% owner. Jose is a 40% owner. And my mom is a 20% owner. And she developed the proposal template, which has its own like codes, which will feed into like a procedures and policies library that you can find all the codes based on that, which is pretty handy. It's being populated now. So like that, 
you know, nice. this is your role. This is the responsibilities thing. You need like a company wide version of that. You need like a giant tree that isn't just like what we were looking at before. This organic marketing, paid advertising, outreach. Marketing right. is one of like five or six whole sectors that need all of this and also need policies and procedures totally established in a way that you can easily find them. This is what you do. It's just like all it is is whenever you make a policy or a procedure, you are just like pre-making decisions so that you right. don't have to make them later. Yeah, it's You're automating so future decisions. Yeah. yeah. it's Once you start thinking of it like that, it's incredible because then – because then you do have modules of your business that you can just hire out or, or whatever, you know, or, or easily change or, or like if you do make a change, you can see quickly what that will affect and how the, how you need to manage that change as it proliferates throughout or not proliferates, but like, you know, spreads throughout your business, everything yeah. that it touches, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. change as the effect ripples through yeah, yeah 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 exactly change management becomes easier and that ends up being like especially in a new business like when you're brand new you don't want to establish all this stuff right away because you're going to be wrong like way wrong yeah yeah you can have a lot of bad habits at the get out the gate yeah when you're medium new it's good to start establishing it because you're only going to be medium wrong <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah 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 but you know but it is good to start it, you know, once you start to see that this pattern isn't going to change, you know, you're like, I am going to need a marketing division. That's almost a no brainer. But like, once you start to see that and it becomes obvious that like, that's going to be a big part of what you do. There's a branch of the tree defined kind of, you know, or at least like a space for that branch to be in the future. Mm-hmm. But like, you just keep going. Man. Is there anything that you expected of this? At this point, I'm kind of like, uh, look around and see if there's anything else we can look at. <laughs> this completes there... my presentation. <laughs> this, yeah, I'm going to fizzle now. Uh, Will you uh, push me in a direction? No, uh, I guess. Standard emails. Way handy. Way you just got handy. like uh, the a typical body of things that get sent out and you make the minor adjustments per customer? Yeah, like send. Like this is the final statement. It'll have... Yeah, and it's just highlighted in all caps wherever you make the name change or whatever, but it just makes life easier. Hello, customer. This is Contractor from (laughs) Scan this to pay online. Scan this. This makes life a little bit faster. Uh, Nice. Spanish, too, because that has been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I've automated some of those things with, like, normal day job engineering work with just with email signatures. Cause I find myself sending a lot of the same bullshit responses. So I'll set up a signature. So then I just have to put the name comma enter, choose the signature. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. So it's got That's the full like normal signature, but it's also got like the one liner response that needs to be sent or whatever. I've approved this mailing. Whatever. Wonder... Just to save me from typing out those five words or whatever the fuck. I might do that for. I might just take those whole emails and make them signatures. Make them signatures. Yeah, that's a good idea. Name them, name them appropriately, and then it takes even that one little step of having to copy it over out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good job. I mean, that's a good idea. Yeah, there's a brief time when we were looking at uh, 
becoming commercial wildlife trappers as like a secondary um, augmentation, you know, financially. But it was actually really cool. We did all the studying, and we still might do it just for fun. But nice. It was. It was What's the cool. studying? Oh, I must have put, took it upstairs. But it's just this, like, I don't know, book about uh, how, like, it gives you all the biological information and all the safety information and how oh, to okay. trap, like, most nuisance animals and how to track and trap and discern who's what and find all the different signs of them and what's the best ways to do this and that. And it's it's actually really comprehensive and awesome. Like, it's a That's sweet book. Cool. Yeah, we were all set and ready to go do the the test to become like class a nuisance wildlife trappers licensed awesome yeah and but we ended up just going really hard on this we thought it would be maybe too too much of uh we'd spread ourselves a little too thin yeah you know yeah it's easy to do in the down times yeah it would be i mean i still think it's worth doing at some point, but I think it'll be once we get a little bit, a little bit more stable, there's only like, since I just got this engineering job, there's going to be some stuff that has to happen like right now. And that's going to take up some time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise now wouldn't be a bad time to finish that because if you wanted to scale a business, remodeling is hard because it requires like a really holistic, comprehensive, almost arts, art level understanding, intuition yeah, about like the whole house. And so like if you were to just take some Joe Schmo off the street and be like, all right, here's your training plan, DBDBDB, ready to go, go do stuff. You wouldn't be able to do it very easily with like home remodeling. You could make somebody right. like, you could quickly make somebody a good drywall hanger or painter right. or flooring person or whatever you know because there's more specialized but remodeling is so freaking huge it just yeah. takes so much experience yeah I mean, we've spent years and years and years getting really good at it but to try I to mean, scale that quickly would be it's just a bad idea even just the few things that we hired done around our house like they were insurance pay paid them for different issues that we had they were smaller tasks within our house and the people that we hire to do it still subbed out parts of the job. Yeah. I mean, and we'll do that with certain things like, um, like we're not plumbers or electricians really. I mean, sure. we can do electrical work to some degree, but we're not plumbers for sure. And so there's certain parts of that we're not allowed to do that. We will subcontract out. Um, or like home foundations. We'll subcontract that out. We have a great That's guy a good for idea. that to like pour the concrete or do the masonry work or whatever. He, we have an awesome guy that does that and he does it at a great price, really fast and really, really good quality. So like, nice. We'll subcontract that out and roofing too. That's kind of like, you got to be part of like the roofers guild <laughs> or whatever it is. Did you see that? I saw a flash. The cat oh, jumped down and just cat. stood in a handstand for a couple of seconds before going back to four paws. Which I could do. I that. saw it in my camera. I saw like, like <laughs> I saw a little gold collar, and yep. a black or brown, dark brown cat go flying by. Yep, maybe something else. 
But yeah, so, I mean, yeah, sometimes you got to do that. But uh, I don't even know where I was going. Oh, but with nuisance, like the wildlife control thing, mm -hmm. because there is like a manual. Like if someone got their license to do it, they would have all the training they need. Like in order to get the license, you have to do certain, so like certain training. Yeah, that would be enough. You do that, boom, go. Like we could just nice. if we could do all of the marketing needed to get customers coming, you know, get them like to have a pretty good pipeline of work. Mm -hmm. We would be able to hire out and like mass, you know, just scale it like crazy. And right, move to the GC role at that point. Uh -huh. and yeah, that would be faster than than with remodeling or handyman work. Those require just like a ton of experience and and knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You want to see Man. something cool? Yeah, of course. I like cool stuff. Post content. Uh, artwork. All right, check this out. I'm just, I'm mostly showing off now because you're my friend. <laughs> this is less educational. I support it. All right. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I, I, I should have seen the punchline first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like before. Boo. Boo. Grab. Yeah. Falling apart. Ew, gross. Boom. And oh. also, if you notice, the sighting is like different. Like this is, you know, six inches wide or eight inches wide. Each sighting piece. Uh huh. It's like, it's asbestos sighting that was laid on top of the old wood siding. Nice. So that was all removed. And then all of the old hundred year old wood siding was completely repaired, which takes like, like siding guys won't do that for you. They don't know how to do that shit. We can do that. Man. Good with old houses, man. Yeah. So we. That's awesome. It is gorgeous now and totally weatherproof. Whoops. Strong way. Yeah, man. It is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Ah, yeah. That's the one that Michaela showed me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, cool. I believe so. I saw the the gingerbread and I was like, yep, that that's definitely well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a cool one. This one I did in like a day. And the picture doesn't show as cool, but there is this like furnace here. Just in yeah. the middle of this upstairs hallway. Boom. Bam. You don't even hide like, that bitch. Doesn't it look like it was there forever. It looks like it's always yeah. been there. Yeah, it looks completely intentional. Yeah, dude. That looks nice. good. It took like that's like a crazy custom wall too. Like the <laughs> I mean, if you look at where you see how close that yeah. event is that or not yeah, I... to this, like <laughs> to build a wall in, in that space. It. Yeah, it, it was a wild wall. But it looks great. It does. Are those? Is that like a double trim to that door? Is, is that what? a door frame? Is that a door frame within the door frame to the left? Oh, here on this big yeah. one. Yeah, those are no. It's well, really, really old houses have amazing, amazing trim, and then you just it's stackable. You know what I mean? So like, oh, okay, when you know, in you know, two hundred years ago, they would build the house, and it would be like one room with like almost no trim and just the subfloor, which back then was like two by sixes, but real two by sixes. Right. And then 
as they'd get more money, they would put expansions on the house, mm -hmm. add extra rooms, more money. They would start to like put the flooring down, but it would be like, if you had a lot of money, you'd do like really thin flooring, like one inch slats of flooring or maybe like an inch and a quarter or something like that. Thin flooring, thin flooring showed a lot of money. And you do like the basic trim and then you keep stacking that trim. You see, I mean, that's not like one hunk of trim. You take that off right. it's like four pieces that make up that crazy shape. Nice. Actually, that one's probably two, maybe three. But the, but yeah, it's well total. The trim's like definitely one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like just to make that top going across all the way around is like seven pieces of really wow. Cool trim. That's cool. But you just keep adding stuff as you get more money and your house gets bigger and more fancy. And that was like the thing. So you'd see like upstairs rooms would have like two inch flooring, hardwood flooring, and downstairs rooms would have inch and a half. It's a little bit more expensive, a little nicer, fancier for show downstairs. You know, okay. but then like you get if you go into a house and upstairs has one inch flooring, you're like, damn, these people had some money, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's so the cool. trim I put up here isn't quite so awesome. This was this is this was going to be a rental house, and so like they didn't really care. Gotcha. But, but we could have made this, you know. But they that like. Right, they didn't want to pay for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. <laughs> exactly yeah. that. Yeah, that's totally fair. This one's freaking ridiculous, actually. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Here, I'll see if I can find like a right at the beginning picture. Yeah, this gross kitchen. You see the tile floor. Yeah. Fridge in there. This like I don't even know. I don't remember what that is. That might be fucking carpet in this kitchen closet. It kind of looks like carpet. Yeah, and like these this shit situation. It's all and then you see the ceiling and how it's like all gross and like all this. You see the walls got all these problems. Yeah. Everything. We ended up turning it into that. Damn. Yeah, dude. I built this whole situation here and like wow. everything going on in there. Yeah, dude. We do good. We do pretty good work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh, oh, wait, no. Let me go back. This one didn't take too long either, but this is like, this is just stupid how different it looks. So you got to know, you notice the ceiling, obvious roof water damage. Yep. Um, it's upstairs closet. You know, all this, and they had made this gorgeous beadboard that they just like randomly wrapped this closet in antique, way <laughs> antique, gorgeous beadboard painted pink. Yes. Ridiculous. And wrapped this closet in it. But then like mid process, new room. Nice. Let me just Man. go back to, from there to there. Holy nuts. That was mm. all me, homes. Yeah. That the trim, the trim around each of those Less. openings looks like a single piece. Thank you. It looks really nice. Thank you. <laughs> they are not one piece, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good carpentry there. Yeah. Thanks for seeing my stuff. Yeah, man, I love to see it. Yeah. I've been away from the Facebook, so I haven't been able to see it all on there. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. I know, that's why I'm like, oh yeah, you haven't seen this. <laughs> this little bathroom. Look at that little freaking bathroom. Like, the sink is right behind where the camera is. Of course. You walk in with the door on the left over here. And, like, there's a wall that is the shower immediately to the right. Like, Dodge the sink. Yeah, pull your stomach in to get around the sink. <laughs> and go sit here with your knees touching each other so that you can crap on the toilet. Yep. And, like, boom. <laughs> How they should have done it. Right. <laughs> Man. So you kept the door in the same spot. No, we moved it. Oh, okay. We had to move it, yeah. Because it was like, it would have been like right in front of it, like right on the end of that sink. Good grief. Sweet though, right? Does, <laughs> does it does it make you wonder when you see all these, like what drugs the person who made this was on? Yes, all the time. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. I don't understand why people do what they do. I mean, it was wild. I mean... Like you could, if you were to lay a marble on the floor of this kitchen or of the kitchen that we showed before and of this bathroom, it would like, it might not stop for a long time. And it would be going in all different directions. It was like the ocean. It was, the floor was just, we had to pick the whole house up with floor jacks, with bottle jacks, with like six ton bottle jacks, Yeah, a ton of them, pick up the house re-establish all of the supporting beams, supporting members, have a contractor come in, do the foundation, set it back down on those, and then affix all of the beams and supporting members properly. And then rip up the floor, adjust it, replace some of the subfloor, put it back down, and now it is a flat floor that makes no creaks at all, even though it's a 200-year-old house. Wow. Yeah, dude. Cool project. Man, no shit. Wow. Yeah, that was a cool one. I am thoroughly impressed. Thank you. And we did some tile work. This one wasn't that cool. It was kind of cool. This was like halfway through tearing up their old tile. I was about to say, is this where you start? What is the condition you started in? No, it was better. Not like a ton better, but mostly <laughs> better. Yeah, we, I wouldn't show that as the beginning as like the before picture with like a f clean conscience, you know, that's right. Yeah. But I might, <laughs> 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 but then it looked like that. That looks pretty cool. That does look nice. Those are tile. Yeah. yeah they look like wood. Anyway, I those. wanted to show you those while I had you here. Well, I appreciate you sharing them. Anyway, I kind of cut you off. I first asked you if you had any questions about any of the shit, and then I was like, "Wait, look at all my stuff." <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, I was gonna ask it. So you've you've been keeping track of a lot of all your marketing stuff and where leads are coming from and things to that nature. Have you had much by word of mouth, or has it all been coming from the different marketing that you're doing online? Um, mostly online. There has been some word of mouth, but it has been mostly online, but I wouldn't, but that's not exactly true. I mean, a lot of our online almost is like word of mouth because of the reach of the Facebook page. Okay. 
you know what I mean? It ends up being people who trust the person who shared it. That or makes people sense. who like know us already or I mean it's been a lot like word of mouth. I mean it's been Okay. Kind of a blurred of... line between them at that point. Yeah, it's a tough one. That's a tough one. So it, I mean it's been word of mouth, but it's also been the other. There is one like I was just at a Super Bowl party and some guy was like is that your Jeep outside? And I was like, all right, motherfucker. We're going to talk shit about each other's Jeeps, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, you want us to start a fight? Yeah, you want to. Who wants to fight? But, like, but, he, but, he, but he was like, is that what you do? And I was like, He's like the remodeling, and I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Own a Jeep." <laughs> yeah, I do that. I wouldn't say I do that, like, but but no, yeah, he's like the remodeling, and I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. That is that is what we do." And he started talking to me about it, and I was like, "Yeah," and I just explained some stuff, and then I was like, "If you, you know, if you're ever looking for somebody to do a home remodel or a renovation or basic handyman work or anything like that, just." give us a call and we'd be, and I pulled out a card and handed it to him. And he's like, well, we are looking, you know? And so, but so that type of thing happens just as much too. Like, honestly, if you go to social events, hmm. be the person, the only person there with a big sign on their car and everyone at the event, when they show up, we'll see the big sign on your car. Fair enough. But it kind of has to be an event where people are like walking in. Otherwise, right. I've had a lot of people take my card at uh, like at Lowe's in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I'll like walk up to the car with my sharpening cart full of shit, and there'll be somebody standing there taking a picture of the side of my car. I'm like, "You like the Jeep, huh?" And they're like, "Is this what you do?" Like, <laughs> nope. Somebody <laughs> must have who put that there. <laughs> well, wait, so. Yeah, so and then I hand away the card. Yeah, that works. And then a big one is like, um, I guess the net, like the networking that you will find at the flea markets, will be a big one. You know, the people like definitely get in contact with the other business owners, and give them your card, like their pages, have them like your page, all that stuff. That'll be huge because then, because I mean, they have almost as much, if not more contact with the people who would want to buy your stuff as you do and if someone says yeah. they're looking for that and you've made a good contact they'll recommend you you know like for we'll sure. recommend our roofer or we'll recommend our electrician we'll recommend our foundation guy or, or what is it mason, mason and um and the other it'll go the other way around you know what i mean so we nice. need to keep, and that's also why we joined the chamber of commerce too because we'll recommend them and they'll recommend us as it goes along. You know, if we show up to the breakfast once a month and shit like that, then make some friends, then we, you know, then we can help, help out the community. The more the, like since it's a community business, the more money stays in the community, obviously the more people will have money to spend on all of the local businesses around, including us. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, it's a, sort of a win-win all the way across. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But I think for you, that flea market and different farmers markety type—you should do farmers markets too. I think you'd be able to do great there with that. But all that sort of city market 
situation you know like we have city market in rockford here it's like it's like a giant flea market but it's like the whole downtown is just closed off once a week that yeah they do that here too yeah they require multiple like a number of different licenses to sell there and there's a wait list and you have to pay for like a season at a time i've looked into all of them that one is very exclusive i'm just going to walk around there and hand out cards (laughs) that's a great idea I wonder if you'd be able to like go in with some other businesses, you know, like you and There's two other businesses, like split a table. Maybe if you guys were different enough, you know what I mean? Like somebody who does necklaces and someone who does crystals and someone who does t-shirts and like There's a possibility. One of my clients does uh, like fine woodworking. Mm. He sells there. That'd be cool. Cause honestly, like, I mean, you never know what's going to catch somebody's eye, you know? Yeah. Somebody might be like, oh, fuck, t-shirts, and, like, walk over. But they don't really want t-shirts. And really, in their heart, they wanted a fine woodworking piece. <laughs> but they just didn't know it. <laughs> you never know. Or the other way around. <laughs> Man. This has been super cool. And I really appreciate you showing me around the different tools that you've made. Um, hmm. Yeah, I hope I've, it was helpful in some way. It was fun for yeah, me. Yeah, I've definitely got to uh, get to building some more things and trying to make some sense of how to make sense of the different social medias. Make them work for me. Yeah, and deciding what you want out of them, I think, is a big deal. You know, that's that will be the goal that you will create metrics based off of and those metrics will be the metrics that you track to track success. And so like deciding what you want out of them, I think that is the biggest thing. I think setting the goals, the process of setting the goals will determine what you need to build in order to even understand what your goals might should be. And then the process of figuring out how to track your progress on those goals in and of itself will develop everything else goals and tracking them on their own will just like prompt so much building that makes a lot of sense because you're like oh shit uh and then you're <laughs> then you go then you got a new spreadsheet yep, going. just refer oh, back like, to it yeah 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 that yeah, makes a lot of sense that's what i've learned anyway i have this really <sighs> awesome light right here that is, is just totally making the bags under my eyes disappear. It's awesome. I, but I'm like, I, uh, this is a great light. But normally, I've, I've, I've built some bags, and my gray hairs are wild on this side of my hair head <laughs> from making all this stuff. But yeah, I guess I would say start with the goals. Start with the goals. And you won't get your goals right right away. But like just starting with the goals and then being like, I don't even know what my goals should be. That We'll just start you on a path. That sounds good. That gives me something to start with. I've gotten a lot of different recommendations of places to start when I've asked slight variations on the same question. And I think all of them will coalesce into something useful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I hope so. Yeah, I do too. If you have anything great for me at, at any point where you're like, man, Will should know this. Now that you've seen what I'm doing, you kind of know where my gaps may be. And so you could be like, hey, I had a thought. Yeah. 
if the you mind have meld. No. Yeah. 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 Sh- dispense the knowledge. Dispense it amongst all of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think if you're okay with it, we can wrap up there and you can tell the one current viewer and the handful of people that will listen to this later where to find you if you wish to be found. Mm. Well, I'm Will Madura. I am. I have just recently taken a job as an engineer on an international A-team of engineers. So if you have any questions based on that, I probably won't answer them. (laughs) (laughs) But if you have any questions about home remodeling, then hit us up at Madmar, M-A-D-M-A-R, Remodeling and Home Services on Facebook, or you can go to www.madmarremodeling.com and send us a message and I will get right back to you if you have any questions on how to maintain or improve your antique home. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's always good talking to you. I miss you a lot. I miss you too, man. I'm really glad that I'm really glad that I called today or not called, but texted you today and made sure that we were still doing this. Well, you text me, but I'm, I saw your text because I was about you to did. text you. <laughs> I'm glad we got back in contact about this and I I'm in a way better position now things are starting to level out on so many different planes of my life not just on like the typical ones but it seems like the coming out of your early 20s and into your later 20s situation is happening for me that's just making things so much more clear you know the clarity is there that's allowing me to be in a place to be able to be in contact with the people that I love a little bit more and the rest of my life the uh, logistical parts are also coming together in favor of that and so yeah and with this new job man I think I'll be able to come visit you like that'll I'll be wonderful and a whole crap load of time in that'll be job. wonderful and before too long I'll keep knocking on wood with that one that's not real wood um, but we should be a lot closer very soon. So yeah, that's going to help everything. Yeah, I really hope you do find a place and make that happen. We're trying. But even if not, I think it would be super cool for me to come out and see where you're at now. I mean, I've seen it and we've seen a little bit of it, but it'd be cool to go and like see what your life is like now. Yeah, before yeah, it sure. shifts. I just barely got a chance to go see David's life as it is now, right before he's about to shift again and make this big change. And so, like, it's good to get he's the, always like, doing that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's going to get one snapshot in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, man, it was really good talking to you. I will let you go. I don't know what time it is there. Probably 10. Indeed. All right. Well, it's nine here, so I'm just barely getting tired. You're probably already tired. (laughs) This is usually when I lay down. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. All right, man. Well, I love you. I hope you have a great night, and I hope to talk to you real soon. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. I love you too, man. And all the people. Peace and love. Yeah, thanks for listening. 